Hey guys, welcome to your next stop. I am pumped, which I say every episode, right? But every episode, I love tapping in to another story of a woman that has followed a passion. So I want to introduce you guys to my guest. It's Leanna Gant, and she is the founder of Took Take. And I can't wait for you guys to hear this story. And um, I just want to welcome you, Leanna. Hi, so nice to see you. You too. So question, did we meet on LinkedIn? Is that where we met? Yeah. Or was it in or okay, it was LinkedIn. Yep. So my guests know a lot of times I find people on Clubhouse. That was like a for a long time. I had a lot of string of Clubhouse guests, and then I had a lot of string of LinkedIn. So I love that. Welcome to your next stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to your next stop. So I would love, I I know I know a little bit about your story. I actually have some of your samples here. And before I show them, I would love for you to just tell us your story. How did you become an entrepreneur and go into business for yourself? Well, I started to take actually, strangely, during my chemotherapy treatment for breast cancer, I was in treatment and I had to take a ton of different medications to manage all the side effects, but most of them weren't pills. And it was driving my family crazy because we couldn't keep track of anything. And Everything was on a different schedule. So we came up with this little system and I started making labels. And my husband and I are both designers. We both worked in advertising before this. And so we just kind of kept playing around with it as something to do while I was stuck in bed during treatment. And by the time I was done at the end of the year, we were like, you know, I really think this is kind of cool. I think we could help a lot of people if we put this out there. So that's how we started. That's how you started. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's, you know, I, and you're, you're cancer free, cancer free now. Oh, that's wonderful. How many years? Uh, three. Wonderful. All right. Well, congratulations Thank on that. You. Cause I know that's so important. So I would love for you to take us back. So like where, so you were in advertising, like, did you go to university? Like give us like, kind of like the, you know, the backstory of who you are. And then, you know, again, I would like to dive a little bit into, um, took take. Yeah. Well, I originally went to college to be a marine biology major, but I get really seasick. So <laughs> after a few years, I finally gave in and decided this is not going away. And this is a bad career choice. Oh my gosh. So wait, I want to pause that. That's actually, I mean, that's kind of ironical and not funny, but it is funny. It really so is. did you, did you want to go into marine biology because you love animals or you wanted to save like the ocean? Like what, give us a little bit about that. But that's, I mean, God's universe, you know, he or the universe did not want you to do that for, you know, whatever reason. Yeah. I I grew up in California by the beach and I just loved the beach. And my favorite classes in high school, we actually had a marine biology department and I was on a group that got a research grant. So we've been studying the Bay for years. And so I just thought this is what I'm supposed to do. But I didn't realize most of what we'd done was from the beach. And then when I started having to go on research boats, I realized, wow, this is a problem. Like I knew I got seasick, wow. but I thought it might just go away. So right, um, I mean that's hard though because, <laughs> and I love that because I love the ocean too. I mean, I, we live right by the ocean as well, and in, um, in New York, and I, it's like my favorite place. I like find yeah. such peace, and I just love it. So was that hard? Like when you realized, or was it kind of like, okay, I'll figure something else out, or was it like, uh, you know, did you? did you feel down? Like, what was that feeling when you realized, okay, this is not the choice for me because I, I, 
being seasick sucks. It really does. Um, I mean, I was really sad because like from high school on, I was like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm so lucky. I know what I want to do and I enjoy it. And then it was gone. And I was like, okay, well, what's another thing I like to do? Because this one's really not making me too happy. So I switched and became an art major. I'd always liked art and I'd actually had gone to college as a science major with an art minor, but it was just general art more for fun. So I switched schools and I went to a school called Art Center College of Design that's out here in California. And it's a really small school, but it's a really good school. And I thought I wanted to be a graphic designer, but it turned out I was really much better at advertising. So I went into that and I really liked that as well. I thought it was a good job for me. It's a lot of problem solving and I still got to do art. So it was still, it was a really great job. I love that too. Right. Cause it, it tapped into your creative, right? It tapped into something that you were passionate about, which I love. And so, okay. So how long did you do, were you in advertising before you became ill? Uh, well, I was a creative director in advertising for probably about 10 years. And then I'd been freelancing after I had my daughter. So I was kind of going in and out of that. So that, I mean, that was probably another eight or nine years. And then, yeah, when I got sick, we were still doing advertising work, but I kind of knew that it wasn't what I wanted to be doing anymore. Advertising's changed so much. Oh my gosh, my husband's in advertising, but he's in advertising sales. And And that is, I mean, the entire industry, it is crazy. We actually were just talking about it the other day. I'm going to interject for a second, but he worked for Discovery Channel on the ad side, ad sales side. And what that was to what it is now is completely different. You know, like it's, it's really crazy. And it it was, you know, for a while it was sad to see it kind of change because when he was young, you know, what advertising in that industry gave him was, you know, so much, I mean, the travel, just the people that he met and just so many cool things. I mean, we actually met, (laughs) we actually met in advertising as well at at our jobs um, in the city. So it was really kind of like a sad process as you saw it change and change. And I mean, now it's definitely cool. There's different things and more things have opened up, you know, at the time where everyone was buying each other and you were like, oh my gosh, where, like, where can, you know, all these guys go that have been working in this industry forever. So it definitely was a scary time for a while. Yeah. I mean, it just, it was completely different. I mean, even just the way we did advertising, not just the, now there's the internet, but just, you know, it was print and magazine and campaign. It was just a whole different animal. And I found it to be much more creative and a more realistic pace. So, um, as years went on and things changed, we adapted and there were, were, like you said, there were some good things and exciting parts, but for the most part, when I got to take a break and step away from it, I realized like, I don't, I don't want to go back to that. I don't, I don't have that. Right. I don't enjoy it. So. Right. And that's so important. I mean, this, this is what this podcast is about. It's really about, you know, people finding their passion and turning it into a career or finding their purpose. And I know when we spoke, you know, at, at first you were like, well, it wasn't that I followed a passion per se, right? Mm-hmm. I found this because of a, a, a tragedy, right? I mean, something that you were going through, yeah. but as we talked, you could hear that it is now a passion, right? Oh, I mean, this definitely. is a passion of yeah. yours. Um, so, okay. So you had your daughter, you kind of were doing freelance and then you decide you got sick and you, I mean, I would love, do you have any samples in front of you? 
Um, I, I do. Yeah, I should. That would be really smart, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, well, I, I didn't say that. But so like, this is what's cool. So like, I, this, this will be on YouTube, but people that are listening are going to be like, wait, I can't say yeah, yes, it's, 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 and so I'm going to have you kind of explain because I'm going to open the package, yeah. but it's really, it's really cool. So why don't you take us as I get this undone? Why don't you take us through like what you were doing and how many pills you had to take and like all the different treatments you had to do and that you and your husband and, you know, family had to kind of deal with. And so how did it like all of a sudden it was it like, boom, this is it. This is like what we need to then put out to market. Yeah. I think part of it was during chemotherapy, the chemo itself is like, it's it's self-contained. It's the medication is all for the side effects. And I had like mouthwash and there's pain medications, anti-nausea medications. You have to take antihistamines with the kind of chemo I had. And and I'll leave and, but everything's on a different schedule and a lot of them are as needed. And the problem with as needed medication is when you need it, you need it right then. So like if I was feeling really nauseous, I'd reach over and take an anti-nausea medicine, but you can't take it again for four hours. So then in a few hours, I'd be feeling terrible. My husband's like, well, take your medicine. I'm like, well, I don't know when I took it. So right. we'd have to kind of guess and wait. And same with like the pain medicine and the liquid medicines, there was just no way to track them to know. So if the doctor said, well, how often are you using this? I had no idea. So we really wanted to be able to answer the doctor's questions so that they could help treat me better and help figure out if I was doing the right things. And it was impossible because we just couldn't remember and couldn't keep track. And we try writing things down, but it was just kind of messy because everything was you know, written in like a list. So you'd have to go back and count... So finally, I just started going, okay, we're just going to label the bottles. And it started with just sticky notes, just stuck to them with our notes on them. And I was like, well, there must be an even easier way. And like, because I was stuck in bed for six months. So I have a lot of time to ponder these simple tasks. <laughs> so we just started adapting it. Right. So so I have them here. So you have, this is what's really cool. And I love the new packaging. I think it's really, it's, it's awesome. So you have the daily one, mm-hmm. which obviously you could, why don't you self-explain that so that there, and guys, yeah, guys that are listening to this, you can always go over to YouTube and see this later. It's a little, it's a label, like a sticker that you'd stick on any kind of medication that you're taking or need to take or any vitamins. I use it on my collagen powder too, just because I kept forgetting to put it in my tea. But basically there's little tabs on the label and they have the days of the week on them. So when you take or use your medication, you just pull the tab off when you do it. So then when you look back later and go, oh, did I take my vitamins this morning or my medicine this morning? You look and go, oh yeah, I did because the tab is gone. Or if you see the tab there, you know you did not do it, and then you know you have to do it. So it also stops you from taking too much or too little of your medicine, which is a problem because a lot of people, if they don't remember if they took something that they have to take every day, they just skip it because they're afraid of taking too much. But certain medications, if you don't take them on time, you can actually have really bad side effects from that as well. So that's super helpful. Yeah. And then you have this one, which is the hourly one is, as you were saying before, like if you took the anti-nausea and you didn't remember how many, so you have this one, which is really cool. So that's, you want to explain that a little bit? Yeah. The, um, the hourly basically has tabs for all 24 hours of the day. One side is light blue and the other side dark blue for day and night. And yeah, you just pull the tab off with that one. I actually like moms love this one for children's like cold medicine and children, children's Tylenol. Cause you always need it in the middle of the night. 
when your kid wakes up crying or something. So I would suggest just stick it on the new bottle when you get it. So that way, when you get up in the middle of the night, you're not also looking for the labels. It's just on right. the bottle. You get up, you give them a dose, you pull the tab off. That way, everyone else in the house knows what time you gave the little one some medicine so they can help and don't have to wake you up. And there's also a cheat for those that I like to tell people. These tabs are reusable. Like You can stick them back on. So especially with that one, it's pretty handy because there's so many hours. So when you get to the end of the 24-hour period, you can kind of just place those tabs back in their little slots and use that label again until they're just not sticking well. So it's a pretty good value too. And there's four in every pack of Tuk Takes. So that would last you quite a while. Right. And I know, cause I know when we, we chatted really quickly, you were also talking about like acne medicine for like a teen. Yeah. So like, so you also don't have to like be on your teen. So why don't you explain that a little bit too? Cause I think that's great. Cause I know we all, you know, anyone that's listening to this have teenagers and if they have acne and they, you know, go to dermatologists, they'll tell them, okay, take this in the morning and this at night. And, and, uh, you know, you do take this exactly. every three days or where yeah, <laughs> it is a lot to remember. Acne, we you know, went to the dermatologist and she'd gotten these two lotions and one was for the morning and one was for night. And after a few weeks, she was like, you know, they're not working. These are done, you know, teenager thing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and they're really expensive because insurance never covers any of that stuff. And so I was like, well, did you really use them like every morning and every night? She's like, well, maybe. I, yeah. Well, no, I don't know. And I was like, okay, right. well, so I had, we had the samples of the labels. And so I'm like, try this, put this on the lotion tubes. And that way you'll know if you did it or not. So she did it. And lo and behold, the medicine worked. Right. I mean, that's the thing. It, it is one of those, because <laughs> we were talking about that teens. I was like, oh, you know, I, I we went through the same thing. And it was like, well, are you really? And it was like, well, I'm using that, but then I'm getting dry. And so I'm then using the other one and I don't remember. And it was like, okay, this is perfect for that because it's like, okay, I did use that today. Let's do this for a couple of days and see, is that what's drying you? Or let's see which one is drying you. So it was actually, a, it's, it's a really great thing. And is there other... Um, I mean, so we talked about vitamins, kid medicine, teenagers with, uh, you know, acne, um, chemo, you know, obviously, is there anything else that, um, that people have come to you to say that they're using them for? And you're like, Oh, wait, I didn't think about that. Yeah. I think, well, a lot of people use them for pets. When we first launched our customers were all pet owners. And I was like, did I just totally miss the boat on this? Like I didn't, I mean, we had used it for our dog when she had an ear infection for her eardrops, but I was like, well, that's not the main use for these. I'm just using it because it's handy. So that surprised me at first. Now we have a lot more people using it for themselves than pet owners, but we have a lot of pet owners. And the best use I heard was someone sent me a picture. Their daughter had gotten her ears pierced at Claire's. You know, they give you the ear solution. And she told her daughter she needed to be responsible for it. And she didn't want to keep asking her and making her think, you know, that she was doubting she was doing it. So she put her tick shake labels on the ear wash and told her like, do the tabs and then we'll know for sure. And she said it helped her daughter and it helped her because she didn't have to keep, you know, checking in. She could give her daughter that sort of autonomy to go do it herself and prove that she right. could do it. And, I and that's that true. Really smart. <laughs> that is really smart because actually that the just brought two minds. I mean, I had told you my both, I have, we have boxers as my listeners know, and, um, I've had two that had cardiomyopathy, which is a heart condition. And they were taking, I mean, up to almost 24 pills a day. So it, and I always would, I was the one that was pretty much mainly doing it. My husband would feed them as well at times. And sometimes the kids, but I would always you know, be like, okay, if I didn't feed them, did you guys feed them? Did you give them medicine? It would be like, yes, yes, of course. 
you know, there'll be times where like, Ooh, I think I gave them that one. And it was like, Oh, and you know, heart medicine is really important. So, and I, re- you know, even if there's times in the morning, because when you're feeding your dogs in the morning, I, you know, would just throw their medicine in and I would like put it on the counter and I would put the bottle down. And then I would be like, you know, after I gave it to them, I'm like, wait, did I give them this one? Oh, I don't remember. And it ha- didn't happen often because I was very, you know, very meticulous when I was doing it. But there was a couple times where I was like, shit, yeah. I don't remember if I did this. And if I don't want to give him, I don't want to give it to him because if he has too much, that's not good. Cause mm-hmm. you know, but then if he doesn't have it, so it was, um, I was like, this would have, you know, I, I, hopefully I don't have any more boxers that have heart conditions. Um, and he is unfortunately no longer with us, oh, my, okay. my boy. And I'm not going to get into it because the last bunch of episodes I've gotten into it and I've actually gotten emotional. Um, and so we're going to, we're the, my listeners will be like, wow, <laughs> third episode today. I'm feeling okay. I, I feel him in a very happy way today, but it would have been a really helpful thing. And then my daughter also got her ears pierced a number of years ago and we were using the ear wash and she actually got one of her ears got infected because I kept forgetting. And then she, and she was young and she kept forgetting. And, and I was like, Oh my gosh, your ear. And you're just mommy, my ear hurts. And I'm like, Oh, you're fine. And then she came home from school one day and it was like really red. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my, we, we, we I think we only did it one yesterday. So that would have been a perfect thing where to give her that she was old enough to have be responsible, but at least she and I could have done it together mm-hmm. and had it where it's just like, we're pulling that off. So she has been asking again to get her ears pierced and I'm totally going to use a tuck take. I love that. Yeah. And like, it, I find like, like when I was in chemo, my whole job was to kind of keep track of these medicines and I still had a hard time, but soon as I was out of treatment and kind of getting back into regular activities, that's when I had the hardest time. Cause I had one thing I had to take. And it's like you said, it's on the kitchen counter. I'd like grab it in the morning, but then 10 minutes later, I turn around. I'm like, Ooh, did I take that? Or did I just think about taking it? Or was that yesterday that I'm thinking of? Cause when you have right. to do the same thing every day, it's just, you can right. forget. Sometimes you forget. <laughs> totally. It's, it's not yes. your whole focus anymore. It's just like, Oh, I need to take this vitamin or I need to take this medicine or use this. And if it's, not, you're not just immersed in your illness. You've got other things going on. <laughs> right, right, right. Which brings that brings a really good point up because that's what I also want to ask you next. So like you were using the sticky notes at first mm-hmm. and then, so after you became cancer free is when you guys dove into this business. Is that, is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Right. Cause I was going to say, well, that would have been like a lot. And then, so it's your husband and you're like, you guys sat down and, and did you like, how long did it come for you guys to kind of come up with the, the strips and like the, the, I, not the idea, cause you already had the idea, but like how it was going to lay out or did that come pretty quickly and easily? It came pretty easily. Cause we would just kind of work on it while I was in treatment. I, and I started printing them out and testing them because I think it gave me something to look forward to at the end of treatment that it's like, Oh, I might do this business. And right when I first started saying it, I was kind of like, Oh, it's just something for me to do to, to give me something to like focus on. But then the further we got into it, I was like, started cutting them out and testing them and saying, well, you know, this should be round. It's too hard to peel off or this is too sticky. It's getting too stuck, but now this is falling off of things. I want to be able to throw it in my purse if I need to. And so like we had a year to really refine it with, right you know, my family doing all the testing and trying things out. So by the time I was done, it was pretty dialed in. And then it was just trying to find somebody who could actually make what we had designed. I thought, you know, it's essentially a sticker. There's a million sticker printers out there, but it's actually really hard to print. We found we had like, I think I had over 20 printers turned down the job. Wow. (laughs) 
That's interesting. So then you were able to find someone that does it and you have a good relationship with them. I mean, have you had to change printers at all during like the times? Like, is there any, has there been like a big hiccup that it was like, oh my gosh, or has it just gone pretty smoothly? I know like entrepreneurs love to hear that. Right now we cannot actually find another printer. It took this printer probably six months to actually figure it out. And nobody else wants to go through that. So, right. you know, everyone's like, oh yeah, this is so easy. And then they try and then they call me back and say, no, sorry. So I think we love our printer, which is awesome. And we're happy. We just got into some big retail stores. So scaling up has been, you know, a challenge because we, we can't change vendors or anything. So they're just trying to figure out how they're going to keep up with that right now. I mean, that must be exciting for them to see that you guys are growing and knowing that that they're getting more business. So can you share with us the retailers? So people, um, yeah. We're going to be in Walmart at the end of the month. Um, Oh, that's amazing. Yes. I'm really excited. And then we're going to be in CVS in January. That is awesome. So now were those again, because I know like we have, you know, people listening that are entrepreneurs that possibly have like an idea in their minds that they're like, okay, well, how do you go about it? So when you guys, you were doing this, you were doing mostly online, I'm assuming. So you had your website. Do you want to shout that out so people can go check that out? We're at tooktake.com. Yep. And that's T-O-O-K-T-A-K-E.com. Dot com. Okay, perfect. So that's where you started. And then when, like, how quickly were you guys like, okay, we want to start getting into stores? And how did you create that relationship with like CVS and Walmart? Can you take us through that process a little bit? At first, we launched our website, but I always thought people need to have this where they get their vitamins and medicine the most. So that's pharmacies. So we started, we launched in like July of 2019. So I started talking to pharmacies and finding out how that whole process works because I had no background in that. So that was a pretty steep learning curve. And just as we started talking to a distributor, because we found that that was probably the best way for us to get into a lot of pharmacies, COVID happened. Right. So in the middle of those negotiations, they shifted to COVID management because that's what they do. And they were helping with that. So they just said, check back with us later. So we had to pivot and then redo our website and really make it really for consumers because we had kind of put it up thinking, well, it's there and we have it and we kept it really simple. But our primary focus, like this is informational. We want people to go to the pharmacy. So then we had to change all our messaging and say like, no, buy it here because <laughs> you can't get it anywhere else. And then we pretty much focused on that through all of COVID because there wasn't any other options. And then Walmart put out a thing earlier this year for something called Open Call USA. And anybody can apply who has a U.S. made a manufactured product. So we're made here in um, the U.S. We're packed and everything in California. So we applied and it's really simple. You just write what you're doing and tell your story. And then if they select your product, they set up a meeting for you as a buyer, which is huge because finding the right department and the right buyer at Walmart is crazy. And I'm sure actually getting a meeting with them is it. I thought it was impossible, but if you get in through this open call, they actually connect you with your buyer and set up a half an hour meeting. So that's very cool. It was awesome. And they have all kinds of little like webinars beforehand to tell you what to expect and let you ask questions. So I went in and we did it on Zoom because of COVID. She was great. Our buyer asked questions and listened to the story and then asked 
technical questions about, you know, if we could meet their demands. And originally we were actually told that we had just missed their department's deadline for the year that they had closed Uh it two weeks before. Um, So she's like, but I'll put you in for 2022 and for October of 2022. And I was like, great, I'm going to be in Walmart. And then, so I was super happy and I'm like, great, I've got a, over a year to figure this out. And then she called back. She actually called and was like, I went and talked to my boss and we're going to redo our plan and we're going to stick you in. But that's amazing. You get three months less than everybody else because they were notified a long time ago and you're actually behind now. Can you be ready this October? And I'm like, of course, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No idea what I was agreeing to, but we did it. (laughs) You did it. Well, that's the things I think sometimes, especially in entrepreneurship, you have to say yes when mm-hmm. you don't know what's going to happen, because the opportunity is is most likely not going to happen again. So you have to figure it out. And that's like where you're putting fires out and it's like balls to the walls and everyone, like every man in and you, you, you figure it out. Right. And especially if it's meant to happen, mm-hmm. you're going to go through the ups and downs, but you're going to figure it out. So that's amazing. So next month you will be in Walmart. So you mm-hmm. guys can go definitely check it out and you can see the awesome new packaging. And it even gives you a little description in the back and there's how tell them again, how many, different we have three different varieties of chick take right now and there's four labels per package each package sells for $4.99 so if you take something once a day and you're using the daily labels it'll last you for two months got it that's great that's good to know yeah yes and then how did the cvs thing happen because obviously you were talking to them you know for the pharmacy yeah that was a longer process i actually participated in an event it was like an online beauty and wellness event where you could pay to present your brand during COVID. So I did that because I was just trying to get awareness of the product. And the buyer from CVS was actually at the event. I didn't know it. Like she was watching and she emailed me afterwards because her daughter happened to have just gotten a prescription for antibiotics. And she was like, I need that seven to 10 day label. She needs to take these for 10 days and I've already messed it up. <laughs> and so like I, I overnighted some to her. So I was like, here, yeah. And here's some other samples. And she was like, great. I'll talk to you more about this later. And then she did. But and that's where this is what's so important. And this is what I want my listeners to hear. It's because you had a, a product that solved a problem for someone, right? It, it, there was a need for it and you solved the problem. And so of course she saw what, like it helped her and she was like, oh my God, other people need this, right? Because a lot mm-hmm. of times people think, you know, especially right now where the world is completely upside down, there are still really good people in the world and we all want to lift each other up and help each other. So mm-hmm. she saw like, oh my gosh, this helped me. I want to be a help, you know, others where you created this product because it helped you through it. And so you want to help other people that, you know, to make their, their lives a little easier, which we all could use, right? Every single person Mm -hmm. can take one thing off their plate that can help a little bit and clear their mind. I mean, that's what this really does. It really gives you that clear mind where you're not like, even like you, you're not so over-focused and then you're like, Oh, did I do it? Did I not do it? Cause it is like an anxious time, especially for mm-hmm. someone that's sick, right? You, you want to make sure you're doing the right thing at the right time. So this gives you that tool to do it. So it's a really beautiful product. So, you know, I really commend you guys. Thank you. Yeah. I, I'm really happy because I always felt like if I did start a business, I'd want it to not just be selling something like, you know, so many products have stories, but a lot of them don't. And I'm like, I want to be a product that can help people. And I feel like it's doing that. And 
even if it just takes a little bit of worry out of someone's day, I think that's great. Like people are just, they don't even have to be sick if they're taking vitamins to stay healthy, to keep from getting, you know, colds now that are going around like crazy and stuff. It's like, if that gives you peace of mind, I'm glad I could help. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that. All right. Well, again, yell to everyone where they can find you guys. <laughs> Tooktake.com, T-O-O-K-T-A-K-E.com. At the end of the month, we'll be in not all Walmart stores, but a lot of Walmart stores. And we're also on Amazon, but you know, Work. <laughs> <laughs> rather go to your, your rather, rather go to your website. Um, our retailers that we're trying to get into because they've just they've been so nice to us. Honestly, they've been so helpful, and we really want to do well for them as well because it's been such a great journey as an entrepreneur meeting these great people who are so supportive. So I want to you know, prove to them they made a good choice. No, totally. I totally get it. So that's, that's amazing. So, um, Leanna, you know, I just love what you're doing. I think it's amazing that you and your husband, you know, found this and that you're giving back to the community with a product that you created. So Leanna, thank you so much from Took Take. We appreciate you joining your next stop. You guys, you know what to do. If you like what you heard, rate, review, subscribe, and share this episode. You might be sitting there going, oh, I don't take anything. But then you think about your aunt, your grandmom, your cousin, your niece, your nephew, your neighbor. Someone out there is either taking vitamins, as Leanna said, or is sick and needs this or has a dog that's sick. And this is just going to give them a little bit of relief in their day and something that's going to clear their brain because they just have to pull a label off. So thank you again, Leanna. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends and join in each week. 